0: Welcome to episode... You really should your ass on that opening. I oh, know. Hey, can you cut this and put it at the beginning? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can. Unfortunately.
1: <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 6, and to start off today, we are going to be talking about a controversial opinion on the independent wrestling scene. So Tyler, would you like to... Start, or would you like me to start with
0: our opinion? No, um, I, I can start. Um, so we started watching a little bit of uh, Progress Wrestling uh, a couple episodes ago. We were really highly praising them, really before watching much of it. Um, so I was watching last year's 2016's uh, Super Strong Style tournament they have, and I was watching it, and the first several matches, for the most part, I was really, I was really enjoying it, uh, and then. Um, I wasn't enjoying the promoter coming out after every match and talking for 12 minutes. I just thought, come on, buddy, get on with it. But the more I started watching, the more I just started rolling my eyes and texting Larry and telling him I was getting like I, more and more and more frustrated. And I realized since it was a tournament, I was seeing more and more of the same people that were annoying me. But why were they annoying me? Well, I'm going to put on my old man's I like it, old-fashioned wrestling cap, and every say, every once in a while, Tyler will uh, show his age and show how old he really is. It's and a, I like it. These boys aren't selling, and it's not just about selling. Okay, just to get into a specific, you know. Okay, so the excuse would be, if I'm playing devil's advocate, that it's a super strong style, uh, type of tournament. So it's going to be hard hitting. So if it's really hard hitting and the, the moves are supposed to hurt, like the, the the strikes to the skull are supposed to hurt, then maybe the wrestler who's getting struck in his skull as hard as the other person can hit him might want to sell it a little bit. So I think that it's started to wear on me. And, uh, of course, this isn't all indie matches. We've watched plenty of, of great um, great indie matches. but Absolutely. But it there's a definite, there's this growing sentiment from, you know, of course, in anything in anything that we get into people always want to say oh it's this versus that it's this team versus that team it's you're either on side A or side B well we're for sure 100% um WWE shills basically but like we're WWE guys for a reason and like I love a lot of these indie matches but there's a legitimate complaint to um a significant portion of indie wrestling so Larry you want to kind of no, on, you, you you pretty
1: much covered. It. I mean, they they a lot of the matches I watch, they just don't do. And I mean, I get that. You know, I'm not a wrestler, so you know, if someone who was a wrestler, I'm sure was talking to me, they could you know, just tear my opinion apart, and that's fine. But I when I watch it, I want to see selling, and I want to be made to believe that what you're doing is hurting them, and you know. Like, well,
0: let's, let's dive into that because. So here,
1: here's something that. Really, like aggrgrav, not just the hard hitting like where they hit him in the head a bunch of times, they'll do um a big dive outside of the ring, right, right. and they'll get up they'll they'll pander to the crowd for a little bit, and then they will go back in the ring and they'll go to do another one, and then the guy that they just landed on will get up and run in the ring with them and hit them by the time they're like midway across the ring again with of course like a knee right, yeah, so, and then I'm just like so if and if it if it happens once, that's fine. But it's happening in, like, just almost all the matches that I'm seeing. And it's happening just, like, several times in a match. And I'm like, why are you doing that then? Like, it's high risk. So in my mind, it's high risk because, you know, you could get hurt doing it. But it's also high risk, high reward because if you land it, it's going to hurt that man a lot. So if it doesn't seem to be hurting him a lot, you know, logically I'm thinking, well, why are you doing it then? Right. So I just like him to, you know, I'd like to be made to believe that stuff hurts a little more. uh,
0: We'll we'll take a match, right? And we'll we'll, a match that's really good, okay? And uh, of course, nothing comes to mind, but a match that's really good. And there's there's the
1: um, midget ladder match that they had on Raw.
0: That match. Yes. Okay. Great storytelling in it. Um, But we'll take a match that has a good spot, right? A good, a, a, a really good spot where we we think, holy shit! Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Like, that must have hurt. So what, some of these matches, they will take that spot, and then that will be their match over and over and over and over again. A
1: lot of these matches do turn into spot fests really, really quick. And I
0: know this isn't breaking news. I know that this isn't a hot take. This might be the coldest of the cold takes because people have been talking about this for a while. But we didn't really talk about it until we started watching some of these things. And, and, and we're not shifting over, like, progress, for example. We're not, like, shifting over the whole thing. No, I, I
1: do really, really like progress, and I, I'm watching it. A lot still, and I I really like the uh, strong style tournament that was this year. Like I do really like it. There's just you know,
0: yeah. Right after I finished that tournament, I went and watched the um, the I start I just started the first few minutes of Tomasa Champa Zack Saber Junior best two out of threes, and I'm instantly I'm like, yep, here we go. This it's is this is wrestling. You know, is this a is a great match. I mean, this is wrestling.
1: We're gonna do a whole episode about fan chants one time, but that is hey, the this is, this is
0: wrestling chant. That is my least. Favorite. So you were talking earlier about. Um, or you had started to mention about how, um, you were like, you know, you, we were talking about how it it, it should be like we should believe it, and, Absolutely. and you had mentioned about how when you were talking to other people who are fans and saying, well, it's not real, but like it's supposed to be portrayed as real. You're exactly. supposed to be
1: able to, you know, take off your, you know, serious cap for a couple hours and watch it and just suspend your disbelief and be like, okay, for a couple hours, this is real. These guys really hate each other. Shane McMahon's really jumping off hell in a cell and trying to elbow someone. Like, that's really, really happening. Well, it really did happen. Yeah. So then, I, what I hate is when people play both sides of the coin and they say, well, you know, or they want to say, you know, that wrestling's, you know, real and it's, you know, really, really, you know, it's a really hard sport and all that stuff. But then when I say, well, they're not selling, I want it, you know, I want it to make, to be, to look real when I watch it. And they say, well, you know, but it's, you know, it's not really fighting. I'm like, right. But it, it is supposed to be portrayed as that, right. So, That's why we watch it. So I I need a little bit of you know, of selling. Well, I it's, do. It's, I need something. I need I need yeah. to be made to feel like you are in some sort of physical
0: discomfort when and, a move gets hit on hit and, on you. And selling doesn't mean you hit me in the jaw and I I double over and gasp and no. then I hit you right back like and then we do that for six minutes. You know, selling is you're gonna get the better of me for a while. You're going to, you are getting the better of me, and then I make my comeback. It's psych, ring psychology. Also, you know?
1: there's a lot of uh, false finishes. I was watching. A, was it Chris Hero versus Tommy?
0: And Tommy yeah,
1: he just keeps hitting him in the
0: head, and
1: then like there's a but lot you of just knockout
0: artist who doesn't knock anyone out.
1: Yeah, and there's like just a lot of kickouts when he like when I watch a lot of Chris Hero's indie matches. There's a lot of, you know, kickouts where he'll just hit him in the head real hard, and then you know. They just kick out, and I'm like, so are you really – are you actually a knockout artist? Because I don't see you knock anybody out. Like, I don't.
0: Yeah, or it takes them 30 tries to do it. Yeah, it doesn't – oh, I don't get it. I, think, I don't get it at all. You know, I was telling Larry earlier, our best conversations are when we don't record. Absolutely. Um, So I was telling Larry earlier that I will watch one of these matches, right, and I'll say, okay, I like the idea of what they're doing here. It's a bit too – pause let me put my my old man thinking cap on a bit too indie for me but I like where they're going with this sometimes I'll see these matches and think and this is the WWE show coming out of me so WWE you know I'll open a PayPal account if you want to start paying me I look and think man the WWE version of this match would be wonderful you know I think man slow down do some more selling do what you're doing I like what you're doing I like what I see in the ring but you're about at it's like you ever um, listen to a podcast and you accidentally hit like 0.15 or two 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 x speed and yeah. you're like why are they talking so fast um when i went to uh college
1: and did my football radio show yeah we would watch games to like you know review them yeah and we'd have to watch them in, like 1.5 or two speed to get through the games right and it was brutal just
0: oh horrible it's a horrible thing to do <laughs> yeah so that's i feel like i'm watching these matches and i'm like all right Take it back down a couple notches, do some more selling, do some, you know, incorporate some character and ring psychology, and this would be a great WWE, a really good WWE match. Also, something I
1: don't like is uh, reoccurring spots. Like, it's fine, like, sometimes in a match, you know what I mean? But when I keep watching it and they just keep doing, like, the same spot, or if just, like, a couple people are wrestling, like, a series of matches, and they do the same spot over and over again in the match, because in my mind, I think, okay, you're a wrestler. You're supposed to be, you know, like the top of this, you know. Okay, so I'll, I'll give an example. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, right? right? Got a couple matches here lately. Seth Rollins will hit Roman Reigns with his running, you know, corner powerbomb. Roman Reigns will hit the turnbuckle, run out, and hit Seth Rollins with the Superman punch. Right. And I'm thinking, if you are supposed to be, you know, at the top of the sport of wrestling, you should know by now that he's already done that to you twice so you should now expect it and it's really aggravating because i'm like what's well, the third time that i've seen him do that to you now so like yeah it's like, and not to just be you know dumb about it or anything but i'm like D- like how don't you know that's coming just don't
0: don't well the perfect example don't is, do it. is the dean ambrose uh um, every time he does his clothesline
1: i'm like you know he does that when john cena hits people with his uh you know,
0: little uh, slams, and then they come up and just swing a haymaker. Yes. I'm like, why are you doing that? That's you, the most obvious. You know, know, know what he's embraces, doing, especially John Cena. I think that every time I'm like, okay, John Cena does this like three times a match. You need to take he, that. Back. You come up. Don't swing at him. Stop swinging. Why don't you act like you're gonna sw- take a? Wi- First off, why are you taking such a wild swing? I have no idea. Why don't you act I'm not. like you're gonna take a wild swing? And then like upper, like do like a do like a. Like, Body shot. <laughs> Punch him in the gut. Meet just him.
1: something, or just you know, roll out of the ring.
0: Roll out of the ring. Why are you? Or just time? stand
1: up. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't stand up and immediately just throw. Also, why are you throwing so hard? But when you miss, you're spinning. Yeah, yeah, Like you don't do that any other time except for right at that exact moment. You think, all right, well, this is it. I'm trying to knock him out here, and you just do a
0: ballerina spin as you swing. Sometimes I'd like to watch a wrestling match that ends with like like a fist like that and then like they just knock him out. That'd be really funny. Um not to get sidetracked too much but like sometimes I think with refs I think okay is the close fist illegal or not illegal because It's rough. I'm thinking like I see a lot of close fists like Big Show's knockout punch is the definition of a close fist and that's his finisher, one of his finishers. That should be pretty illegal. I, <laughs> I don't mean, like that's how that's point blank against the rules. It is. And that's how he that's his finishing
1: Maneuver. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense um,
0: if you really like stop and think about it. She's like, "What are you doing?" So, um, to kind of cap off this whole indie thing, I mean, I was I was kind of mentioning to Larry earlier, and you'll hear us say that a lot. But as I said, all of our great conversations are the ones we don't record. They are. Um, you know, some of these guys, you think, okay, so so when you're watching these matches, you're like, I, I like the core of what they're doing, but you know, a lot of fans will say, "Oh man, why can't why doesn't WWE pick those these guys up?" And it's because I don't think they... Characters more than just, like, your facial expression when you come out into the ring. It's like, I don't think a lot of these guys know their character because there's no ring psychology. There's no psychology once they're in the ring. So they don't know how to work a W... You know, like it or not, that's a WWE style. They don't know how to work this WWE style because there's no psychology to them, you know? Sometimes I wonder what some of these old guys... I would like to sit through, like watch a an indie match like I like I'm gonna put on this Chris Hero indie match with uh like Jake the Snake or, or one of these old guys and just think like not to have him shit on there but like a legitimate commentary to see like what in your opinion if you took this match and you put it in WWE, what would you add to the match? What would you subtract, of course, like the reoccurring spots, the two hundred dives on the outside, the constant knee strikes back and forth. What would you add to the match psychology wise? that would make these guys ready for WWE which let's be real a lot that's the end goal for most of these guys they might not admit it but that's where they want to go
1: i don't think it is as much anymore i think well, i think right. that's still a big goal they're like oh i'd really like to get the WWE but i think a lot of times like especially now i think in like uh, europe wrestling i think they just like they want to wrestle and i think like progress and like evolve and things like that i really just you know Give them another, like sure. another outlet. So I think a lot of times they like, once they get to that level where they can make like a legitimate living with it, they're like, yeah, if I get to WWE, cool. But I don't care anymore. I just want to wrestle.
0: Well, that's you know fair enough.
1: Um, a lot of the biggest uh, transitions I hear when people uh, come from indie wrestling or just you know wrestling outside of WWE to WWE is um they always say that it's a lot more than wrestling. I've heard a road dog talk about it before. He says that, you know, he says a lot of these guys, they go out there and they just have, you know, really big spots in their matches and that's just what they do. But then when you come to WWE, it's not just about the doing a spot. It's well, where are you going to do the spot so we can get the best camera angle at it? Where are you going to do this move so we can see your face while you're doing it? And I feel like that's a big thing that's missing is like they, I don't see a whole lot of facial expressions and I don't. And I, they just do spots just everywhere and uh, as dumb as this is and i should just love rest i should just i do love rest i should just you know appreciate it but i'm like why like a lot of times i think well why are you doing that spot over there like why don't you do it on like on this side of the ring too much christmas is a real thing
0: too much birthday or whatever the phrase is yeah you know and that's kind of that's kind of the problem with a lot of that if you constantly keep doing i don't want to see six frog splashes during a match i want to see one and then that makes me seth for frog splash
1: Right now, is uh, it's golden.
0: Yes. It's real good. He if, gets real
1: high with it. Okay. really
0: scares me. That, that frog splash that he that he hit on Bray Wyatt on the table, oh. an indie match. It, I mean, and I don't want to keep saying an indie match because Uh-oh. a lot of these guys, so a lot of these matches are very entertaining. They are. But a, a certain a handful of those, that would have been the opening spot, and you would have seen it four times. And I'm not, that's not a hyperbole, like, that's serious. That would have been the opening spot, you would have saw a couple strikes to the head, they would have got him on the table when they'd have hit him as a frog splash. That means nothing if you do it in the first 90 seconds of a match.
1: Also, if you do it and then you roll him back in the ring and they immediately hit you with just like a super kick the second you get in, I'm like, so so, so that didn't hurt that bad. Right. So why why are you taking that risk, buddy? Like, so, just stay in the ring, stay planted, <laughs> right. you know. Like, you don't need to take that risk if your risk isn't paying off that much. Because so it you, seems like it's hindering you.
0: You take that spot, right, and you... And you wwe will take that spot where somebody will jump up and a big adrenaline spot and you incorporate that in one every four matches and then when you do see it you're like holy shit but in these matches that you're seeing on the indie scene some of these guys you're like okay well i just saw that three times in the match before this so why am i impressed with that which you know hey wwe does that a lot with the um with the suicide dives they like, do a lot. We, me and Tyler, Jesus did a Christ.
1: suicide dive counter one, like, on one show. I forget what we got to, but it was a pretty high number.
0: I think you know what. I think uh, Drew Gulak has a really good point on a two a five live. No flies in. No I think I going to start. Uh, I think I want to get on that campaign.
1: We should. Um, but it, well, I'm sorry. I didn't uh, mean to. Keep I hope he makes. I hope he makes t-shirts. If he makes t-shirts, I'm going to buy them.
0: No fly. Oh, they're great. And then I'm going to buy with Randy Orton. Well, actually,
1: here's what we need to do. You need to get the no fly t-shirt. And Will Ospreay has a do it for the GIF t-shirt, yeah. and I'll get the do it for the GIF t-shirt.
0: <laughs> there you go. I mean, we agree too much on this show anyway, so. Absolutely. Um, But um, it kind of goes back to, you know, what you had just mentioned. Like, it kind of goes back to the whole being on, like, a 1.5 or 2 speed. If they just slow down on some of these spots. Oh,
1: yeah. Or if they would just stop. A lot of times I feel like they don't let the spot breathe. Right. Like, they'll do it and then like five seconds later they're popping up and they're doing another thing and I'm like no like let that breathe let let people think about what they just saw and you know I feel like not to be too corny about it but I feel like people would appreciate it more if you just because now I feel like a lot of times in indie matches when you know something like that doesn't happen people just don't like it I'm like well no it wasn't a good match it's just you know it's now you have to do that a lot for it to be considered a really really good match I'm like no, like you you don't. You can just have a like a good match and not do you know, fourteen flips each so over I, the top rope to the outside.
0: I had heard about um something about like, it's not important because people always like you know shit on like like John Cena or Roman Reigns before saying like, well they only have this amount of moves, and then I'd heard this kind of counter argument to say like that's all the moves they need to get over. They they do these moves because when they go to do them the fans know the move when you and when you have 50 when you have 100 that's why like if you watch an old like daniel bryan indie match he doesn't do hardly any of that stuff not because he he doesn't want to it's or that he can't i mean it's because he does a select few so the kicks the certain strikes that he does. They mean more. They mean more, and the fans connect because they know that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If they know the, if, if Dean Ambrose or they know that so-and-so is down on their knees, they know the kicks are coming. That's a spot that he does consistently. If he would do something different every time, that's harder for the fans to connect. Yes. I, I heard this. I don't even remember where it was or when it was, but it was kind of defending the whole, it doesn't matter when these popular wrestlers only do two or three moves. They, if they're over, they're, that's why they're over. Because Um, the fans know that's what they're doing.
1: Bruce Pritchard on Something to Wrestle With. I don't know if it was on his episode or if it was the interview he did recently with Sam Roberts. But he was talking about this and about how, you know, they don't... I don't remember exactly what he said, but to sum it up the best I can, it was essentially, you know, they do these really big spots on the outside. And, you know, why are you doing them? Because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't seem to hurt him and, you know... So it's just going to hurt you. Right. And I, if, if you can, you should go listen to his because he probably says it a lot simpler than I do. Right. <laughs> he's uh he's pretty good. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, we're better. So um, is that everything you want to talk about with the, the whole indie scene? That is. And I, I do want to say before we end uh, this talking segment for today's episode, um, we are not in any way shitting on, on indie wrestling. I love indie wrestling. I, I watch... Well oh, I'm it, gonna go watch some more progress after this. And I I I love it. This is just a legitimate gripe we had, something that was just bugging us, but we do still love indie wrestling and we're going to watch it. And next week we will come on here and talk about how much we love progress and ring
0: of honor and you know, evolve and things of that nature. But Oh, I love I just I have a Pete Dunne and Tomasa Champa shirt waiting for in the mail. I just for Father's Day, my mother in law bought me a couple shirts and I uh an update?
1: Mexico and USA tied. Ah, uh, so,
0: um, yeah. So I, I mean, I love it. I love. I mean, I'm a, I'm on the Pete Dunne Bruiserite right bandwagon pretty hard, and and I have my Champa shirt, which is technically, you know, an indie shirt from his indie days. Like, and I was just watching a Champa match earlier. Like, we're fans. We're gonna watch. I'm probably gonna try to watch the rest of that Champa Sabre Junior best two out of three, you know, match. When it's good, it's great. Is. but um there's a reason when when it's bad
1: it's just and i feel like a lot of it just has to do with preference you know like if you don't agree with us and you think i really like those spots like that's fine that's just like what you prefer but like our preference is i would rather you i would rather you i've more less is more in a lot of situations yes i would rather you just do i would rather instead of you doing all the really big dives i'd rather you just build up to just one and then sell it
0: pretty hard rather than do 18 yes exactly that's the storytelling that's the psychology part i mean what do they always and that's what they always said with daniel Bryan. hey man you're at the top you're over you don't have to do that you're over you don't have to so when you do it's a big deal you don't need to be putting your life on the line every match Um, you're over stop doing this stuff Arn
1: anderson randy orton always said that uh he always used to cross bodies and R.N. Anderson always used to tell me, he's like, you don't have to do cross-bodies, buddy. He's like, you have other things to do. He's like, you don't – because he was doing it in every match when he first debuted in SmackDown, and he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. And he's like, you don't need to do that. He's like, you need to break that out every once in a while. Right. To just, you know, so people know this is the depth you have to go to to win this exact exactly. match. He's like – You can do it. He was like, you don't need to do that every time. What I like about um Neville, and it's, it's sort of attached to this, but sort of not, I guess – is he's not doing his Red Arrow every match now? He's just breaking it out in certain occasions because he's like, when he hits it now, it's like, oh
0: wow, he has to he has to pull this out right. to to do it. And it's a character thing, so it makes sense that and they they mention that on commentary. And he
1: almost seems mad when he does. And also, I've never seen someone. I feel like he throws himself down when he does it. Yeah. And like when he does it, I feel like he somehow gives a little extra twist at the end. Just slams himself down. Right. And he's a scary man. He's five foot four of just absolute
0: terror. Oh, come on, I, he might be a little... He's at least five
1: five. Is he? I actually have no idea how tall he is. Oh, I, he has to be. I made up a number. I am sure
0: he's like five 5'4 five, is pretty small. It
1: is five four is really small. In all in all seriousness, I am sure Neville's like five ten. I have no idea.
0: Yeah, he's. I don't know. He is. How tall is Triple H? Six three.
1: I think so. Like six two, six three.
0: Because when they, I don't know why, but sometimes I'll get these angles when I see wrestlers standing next to each other, and I am like. It just really shows their size. I
1: never, I knew AJ size was a small man. Never knew how small I was until he was standing next to Randy Orton. I was like, oh my god, yes, yeah. this is
0: an average-sized person. Yes, maybe even below. Maybe. I mean, but when um uh, when the whole when the Stephen Amell did the whole SummerSlam angle and they were he Stephen Amell, Neville, and Triple H were were beside you know all standing beside each other, looking at each other. I'm like, okay, Triple H is three of Neville. Yeah. Bitten, bitten real. I it's think. rough. Same thing when I saw with the whole Austin Aries TNA thing with Hulk Hogan. I'm like, okay, Hulk Hogan's four, maybe yeah. five of Austin Aries. <laughs> it's that's insane. Uh, it is. It's insane how big some
1: people are. Well, to uh, avoid getting off track anymore with this, that's all for this uh, talking segment. And coming up next, we have the first ever women's Money in the Bank match. So we're going to tell you what we think about that. So announced on SmackDown was the first ever women's money in the bank match. The participants are Carmella, Natty by nature naughty by choice Natalia,
0: Mm-mm. nasty by necessity.
1: Nasty by necessity, my deepest apologies. Tamina, Charlotte Ta- and nah. Becky Lynch. Um I'm really I'm really intrigued by I'm really excited because every time I feel like the women in WWE have been given a really big stage or just a really big opportunity to like shine or do the first of something I feel like they've just hit the ball out of the park with it so I'm really really excited and especially with people like you know Charlotte and you know Becky is I I know we've said that you know we're not as high up on her as other people are but her Charlotte Natalia people like that and I, th- I think it's going to be a really really good match and I'm I'm pretty pretty excited about it
0: yeah I am too I think These are the. I was about to say these are the right people. I mean, these are the only people. They are actually. (laughs) But um, I think I'm I'm glad that it's on SmackDown. I think it's I think it's good. Um, you know, you don't have to give. And, Of course, Charlotte's there, but you don't have to give Sasha. You know all the you know these cracks at the first. You know, spread it around, spread the wealth around to the women. So I'm kind of relieved that it's coming from um, the the women on SmackDown. Um, I really think that. I'm trying to think of the visual of this, and I don't know really how to visualize it. Um, but I'm wondering, like, what a one-on-one ladder match would be between two women, as opposed to like a, a multi-woman match. I'm not. I'm not sure. I
1: I imagine they do the multi-women. I absolutely think if you put the two, as as if it is with like any match, if you put the right two participants in it, it would be fine. Right. But like, I think if you put like you know. Carmella and um, Dana Brooke in a ladder match. Like, I don't think it would be, like, you know, I don't think be too good. Right. So I think a lot of times, at least in situations like this, they do the multi-women just to say, well, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. Right. A lot of different spots. You know, it, it doesn't, it, there's not a lot of pressure on one person to perform because, you know. Right. It That's can, point. yeah, can spread and spread the weight around a little bit. Everybody can get And it. not everyone has to take, you know, not one person has to take a lot of punishment because there can be multiple spots. Everyone can just have their one little spot where they get, you know, pucked up, for lack of a better term, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think ladder ma- multi, multi-person multi ladder matches are sometimes, they can really be hit and miss. I mean, I've watched several, like, I'm thinking just off the top of my head, just, like, the best one I can remember in recent memory was... Um, WrestleMania 32's Intercontinental to open the show It well, was a really good, very very entertaining well, ladder it's... match. Um, and then you know there's yeah, there's been some ones where I'm like this is this is way too like it's hard to like it's not hard for me to suspend my disbelief, but like sometimes I watch some of these matches, it's like man this is really hard to suspend my disbelief. Everyone it's just like clockwork. It's like okay every it's like WrestleMania I mean, it's like Royal Rumble. Like every two minutes someone else pops up. And then they wrestle, and then every two minutes, and then they go out, and it's like literally a clock, like my, each uh, wrestler is just coming in the ring and then getting out. My favorite multi-person ladder match
1: and reset memory. Well, I guess, well, I, my answer just changed. Right? I think it would be um, if we're considering four person. Would it be like you know, like tag teams? It would be a uh, two sweet versus you know, delete. That right. would be my favorite. But then, um, WrestleMania 31 Center Championship. I really, really liked that one. To
0: open this, sh- yeah.
1: Yeah, I loved, uh, Dean Ambrose spot where he just got annihilated. I loved,
0: uh, and as you noticed from our last segment, he didn't pop up and throw a knee to Luke Harper. He was out for the match. He was out for a while. He had some staples in his head, though.
1: Yeah. Um, Dean, uh, <laughs> he really wasn't. He was, uh,
0: he really did sell that real life injury. He
1: did. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, like, just headbutting each other at the top of the, uh, in hindsight, ladder. not not a yeah. Thing. Hindsight, looking back, probably could have done without that, but um, and at the time, that was really really nice. But I, I really like multi people ladder matches. I'm pretty easy to entertain when it comes to ladder matches, though. If you yeah. if you give me some sort of weapon, I'm I'm down.
0: Do you do you prefer one on one ladder matches or multi people?
1: Honestly, it depends on really. They're really a lot different. It it is. It depends. It depends on the people. Like if you, I'm trying to think of. Like remember like Dean and AJ's. I thought that was really good. It was. If you said you can have you know, um, oh, John Cena and AJ Styles in a ladder match, or you can have um, Sheamus.
0: Is this, are you just shitting about Sheamus? Titus O'Neil. <laughs> He's and, one title away from the grand slam. Okay. And uh, he is actually. Oh my God, he is. And then did you see what The Miz tweeted? Did you see that Sheamus tweeted that? yeah he had a picture of all the titles right mm-hmm. and uh take note titles and uh he said "I'll oh, just one one title away from from achieving the grand slam and you know i'm gonna get to it and then the miz quoted that and said no you're not <laughs> you're really I, funny um so who'd be the third person we got uh
1: oh shit you made me forget who i had boy i had fidus o'neill oh. sheamus and uh who would be a third person to put in there Kalisto? Sure, Kalisto and uh, psh, bl- 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 um, someone else,
0: right? <laughs> one random wrestler? Yeah, just
1: one random you can pick anybody, I don't um, care. One of the colognes. Okay, one of the colognes. I would take the single person ladder match. Just, I, I honestly just feel it, it it depends on the participants to right.
0: me. well just like any other match then
1: yeah it if it depends on who who you're giving me in this situation i'm really really excited for multi for the multi-woman ladder match um i think it would be i think this form would be better than if it was just charlotte natalia or charlotte and becky or you know any mix and match two participants i, th- I think this way is going to be a lot better but um I'm just really. Ex- I mean, I I want to give a deep analysis on it, but we've never seen it before, so right. I really well, I really
0: can't. Well, then let's look and see, like what what do we want out of this? So you look last year, and this is the same a thing car with, crash with, with right. Well, I mean, just think. I mean, afterwards, what you want, like the the person to win, and then I want to crash my produce. car afterwards. I, I know that's what, I know that's what you meant. Um, so like, okay, last year, like with the men's, like there's no way whoever wins the men's is gonna. You yeah. cash in. Like, Dean did that last year. It made perfect sense. The whole shield thing, that's Dean's character. He's not going to carry around a briefcase. He's His whole thing is off by anyone, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, with the men's, they're not going to do that. With the women's, whoever is, they're going to have to put this over
1: as they a concept.
0: Are. So, whoever wins is probably going to hold up for a, at least a couple months to show, like, to really put this over and, and kind of reestablish what... What that is, like what the briefcase is on the women's on the in the women's division. I'll
1: tell you what I want. I want Carmela to win. Right, because oh, I
0: we agree. I was just I was going to say Carmela. <laughs> I said that the other day.
1: Um, I want Carmella to win. I feel like she's starting for a while. I just thought, man, she's not getting any reaction, but right. I feel like she's starting to get booed a little more now. Right, and I feel like Tim ma-
0: worth Let's give him credit. He's, he
1: is. He gets booed. He does get booed, and it's very nice. Um, he, you give him I still think he should. I still think he should be in this match, <laughs> but um, so I want her to win because then um, I feel like it would help her character a lot, and I feel like it would bring. A- I feel like she's already starting to gain footing. I feel like this right. would just you know give her a little boost.
0: Yeah, it helps whoever whoever wins. It has to help them get Ab- over absolutely. more. Absolutely, and um, like Charlotte's not winning.
1: Yeah, I don't want Charlotte to win mainly because I don't want her to just be in the main event picture with, right. with the with the women's title. I'd like her right. to just do that. And with other a small things. division, and, she's
0: probably gonna be close to that anyway. And
1: not to be, you know, um I can't even think of the word for it. I don't want all the first time things to be, you know, Charlotte winning. I'd like it I'd like to give someone else a little a little spotlight and they can say I'm the first person to do this in right. the women's division. Well it's
0: important, you have to build a whole division. Yeah. Because Charlotte can't wrestle herself every week, you know. That'd be a good match though right
1: um but so i want carmella to because i think it would help her character and i th- I think it would just be good on her because i think um it, it's suitor i i think with her like you know cocky attitude i could see her going down to cash in and then something happening and her you know pulling back and saying right. no I'm, I'm not i'm not cashing in now i could also see um james ellsworth winning it for her i think that'd be i don't want that to happen right <laughs> because uh you know, I'd like it to just be a really, really good match and taken seriously since it's the first women's money in the bank. Right. But I'd be lying if I said if James Ellsworth, you know, <laughs> he, like if if maybe I don't know how it would work. Like maybe um Becky Lynch goes to hit him with something and Charlotte just like spears her to like just take her out or something. Or like maybe she's holding him. Uh, Becky's holding him to do something and he gets out and then Charlotte hits her. Yeah. And he climbs and, like, gets it and hands it to her medalist so she wins. Right. I'd be lying if I said I wouldn't laugh.
0: I'd, I'd get my chuckles in. Well, was it the uh, – I don't remember where it was. I don't think it was WrestleMania. It may have been now. I'm thinking about it.
1: Where yeah. he went to kick her. <laughs> he
0: went to super kick. And I was like, is <laughs> no one going
1: to – he tried to super kick her. You can't uh, do that.
0: Becky, we we're talking about. <laughs> oh, that was – that was yeah, it was. It was WrestleMania. So, and it was, uh, that it was hilarious. I'm looking down the future, and I'm starting to think, like, this would suit really well if, like, Nia Jax was – like a contender for champion, like say, say okay, they'll do the whole they'll do the Nia Jax, um Alexa Bliss angle, and like Carmella was Money in the Bank winner, and then she went to cash in, and then like she went to, like right as she went to cash in, like Nia Jax turned to her, and then she like the idea of her like running away, like oh no, never mind, I don't want to cash right now. I think that would be some really good stuff. But I think so. I think that if since this is the first year with the women's, um with the women. I, I don't th- I think whoever cashed in obviously has to win. But if it's like the second or third year and they're looking to spice it up, I really think it'd be kind of funny if like if she won and then like James Ellsworth went to help her and then like he's the reason that she lost. Like so she cashes in and then like he tries to help her and then he gets in the way and like fumbles it.
1: What if um he won? Right? So like he did it to help her, so they got it and they walked backstage or whatever. Right. And then she's like, Well give give him a briefcase and he just was being real weird and wouldn't give it to her. And then the next, like, Tuesday, she was like, so can I have my briefcase so I can, you know, think about cashing it in? And he's like, well, what, may, what, 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 what do you, why do you think you deserve this briefcase? And then he would, like, bachelor around to all the right. women on the roster and right. say, well, t- tell me why. You, I'll give you the briefcase, but you've got to tell me why you think you deserve it.
0: Right. I think that Yeah, be Sam, yeah Sam, Roberts Sam Roberts had that. That was, that was good. That was a really good idea. Um, yeah, I don't think, too, I don't think that would happen just because they probably want to steer clear of that for the oh, first. Absolutely. But, but, but It would forward, be funny you know like that's that's an option you know for for going forward next year um so we both god i know this is so like we both think carmella but if it wasn't if it's not carmella do you think will win I, i think carmella okay i really do i think it'll help her i just think the briefcase goes really well with her character i think it'll help her i think it'll allow her to get some mic time um and it'll give her the perceived notion that she is um a bigger deal like she's a bigger deal which justifies her getting more mic time and uh, i think i think uh, i think it'd really help her along keep it on her for a few months see how it goes that's the good thing with the briefcase it's like it's really a great idea it's really a good concept and uh yeah you can see how you, it's a good way to kind of throw her out there test her see how well she's doing if she starts getting a big reaction then you know what you're going with you know? uh so
1: you we both think she should win i don't think she will win
0: Okay, and I—that's my pick. I do, I do pick. I do think she will. I think Natalia is going to win. Okay, because I think
1: um, safe bet—it's a safe bet—and also I think it's going to be the heartwarming thing of you know when she gets backstage, um, everyone will be hugging her. She's put in a lot of years, a lot of hard work. <laughs> first women's money in Are the we bank match. We're like in real life. In real life, okay, she'll, she'll get back. It'll be a heartwarming thing. You know, it'll be on – not to be this guy, but it'll be on Total Divas. It They can do a 24 about oh, it. Oh, I think about this all the time. Like, I yeah. wonder how this is going to be
0: in the Total Divas episode.
1: And then – um, but I, I think they're going to go with her because I think, you know, almost is just a, you know, this is, you know, this is your your time. You put in a lot of work here. Here it is. And it, it is a really safe bet. And it's not you, like it would be a wrong thing. I no, mean, like, they could still do it a lot. Absolutely. And I would like her to just be vicious. I don't want her – I don't like her on the mic. I don't. Maybe I. Maybe it's just me. I'm not that. I don't really like her her on the mic. I'm really not. Um, and I. I would really just like her to just be vicious and just out wrestle people and just almost be just like a just. I'm trying to think of someone to compare it to, but I just want her to just lock in submission after submission on people and just brutalize them, and like like that's when when Alberto Del Rio first came in. His thing was he like broke some people's arms like that. That's what that's what he was doing. Like he did it to Rey Mysterio. That was his thing. I think it would be cool if, like, Natalya, like, won and then just went on, like, a little vicious streak. And it was just, you know, not breaking people's legs, but, right. you know. Using briefcase yeah, as a prop. Using it as a prop, hitting them, just, you know, brutalizing people. Just almost, like, I feel like she's not looked at. She's a great, great wrestler. But I feel like character-wise, a lot of people don't look at her as, like, a legitimate contender or a legitimate threat to anything. They right. just look at her as... They look when when she comes out. Everyone thinks she's a really good wrestler. This is gonna be a good match, but that's it. It's not in right. the grand scheme. It's not gonna mean a lot. And I right. like that. I think it would change if she won. So that that's my pick is Natalya. So I think it'd be good if Natalya won. And also what I want to talk about is the women's championship is gonna be defended between Naomi and Lana. Right. What do you th- first of all? What did you think of Lana's
0: debut? So still. Haven't finished SmackDown live. That's like, true. He actually has not about finished. About half Mac an <laughs> hour into it on the Hulu version, and it is Sunday, June eleventh, ten. He's going to watch PM.
1: Raw tomorrow before he finishes SmackDown.
0: I live. just haven't. Every day, every single day, started a new job. Every and, day uh, I've, I've been bustle, working like twelve hours, bustle. and I just haven't got a chance to finish it. Um, so I actually the the debut. I was. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny because she was walking in the ring and then that part of her music hits and she starts dancing. I thought that was funny. She was halfway down the ramp when um, she did like, it. I was intrigued, but like honestly, I don't. I didn't see the segment, which I know like Shane told Naomi that she was going to defend. How did that go? Because I don't. I haven't watched um, it
1: yet. Naomi went into uh, where
0: Shane was. Right, and, which you and, know, can they just have at least an office, like just a, a desk? Like, are we are we led to believe that like Shane, Stephanie, like for three hours, does Stephanie stand in that same spot? You're damn. She doesn't have a chair. Busy people. Like, she's still the, she's still
1: recovering from that table bump she took.
0: Right. Well, remember like the like the old like like the old shots, uh, backstage shots when they were in the office. They, when William Regal had his office, there when... hockey and basketball rooms. There's offices. It just is. put a desk and a chair in there. That seems so weird. It does. Anyway, go
1: on. Um, she goes she, backstage. Yeah, she went back there and um, told him that she, she said, you know, I, I want to face her at Money in the Bank. She said, I want to defend my title against her. She said All because she, she interrupted it. Yeah. Thing. Okay. She, because then on Talking Smack, um, Shane's whole point was, Talana was, you know, this is the land of opportunity, but you didn't earn this opportunity. You know, okay, you, you, so they justify you, it. Yeah, he's like, you did the most with your opportunity. You got under her skin. She demanded it. she's a fighting champion, but I still don't think you earned this opportunity. Hmm. And then she just said, well, you know, watch what I do. Hmm. And she keeps saying she's going to be the first ever Ravishing Champion, and
0: I like that. So I think it'd be kind of cool if she doesn't wrestle at all until then.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't Let's think Let's go
0: she's... into this thing. What is this going to look I like? I don't
1: think she's going to wrestle at all. I also think she's going to win. You think she's going to win? I don't see her. I don't as big as her debut is and as hot as she is right now like just with the crowd like she was getting a like a big reaction i don't think she's fixing to lose her debut match really i, I don't i think lana's gonna go out there and i think lana's gonna win i think it's gonna be i think it could be real screwy maybe rusev's gonna come out and put naomi <laughs> and the accolade is, on the floor he came just <laughs> does a <good> kalisto uh <laughs> accolade and just rips it back no um no, I, I do. I think she's gonna win. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone agree with me yet, but I do. I don't think hey, be she's gonna cool, lose then, her like, debut. Rusa
0: comes back and like say he wins the world title at Power some point. Our couple, man. Yeah. Oh man, I cannot go that bold. And I'll give you props if it happens. I'll it's, go that bold. I
1: did it. Now, what happens if she loses? I don't know where we go from there. I'll get shot in the ass with the paintball. You gun. know
0: Naomi's not looking too strong. She's lost. She's what got pinned in three straight Smackdowns.
1: For some reason, when you said lost, I thought you were gonna say. She's lost a lot of weight, and I was like, "Well, like, no, she hasn't. She's been the same weight since, like, she debuted. That's where I thought you were going with that. No, Larry, I don't
0: think in those terms. I'm not offensive.
1: I'm fat, so I think in in weight. (laughs) My, to give you guys a depressing tidbit on my life, a lot of, like, people will say, like, when they get kids, like, they say, like, you then, like, your timeline of events is how old was your kid when that happened. Right. My timeline of events is how much I weighed when that happened. <laughs> they'll be like, well, when did that happen? I'm like, well, I was, I was like see. I was like 220 then. So, like, yeah. I'll think – because they'll, they'll be asked, like, what grade I was in, and I'll think about how big I was when it happened. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was about 220, so I was yeah. probably in, like, 10th grade. <laughs> oh, hold on. Now, that was 190. That had to be a while ago. Yeah, I was, like, 220, so I was probably in second grade. <laughs> I was in preschool. But yeah, I, I I'm going bold. I think I think she's winning. I got it.
0: I can't. I got a feeling. Okay, I just can't go that bold when we have Jinder Mahal as the WWE. That's champion. why I'm going that All bold. Smackdown, and then the women's champion is. Do you know who the Lana? only babyface champion is in Na- WWE?
1: Naomi. Even in NXT. Yeah.
0: That's it, it. Yeah, I tweeted a daily DDT, and uh, and I told them I was like, so I'm counting. I'm counting Oscar um, as a heel because she's, she's been a heel. She cheated yes. to be Ember Moon. She interrupted the number one contenders. Man, that is a huge fucking fly on that bookshelf. <laughs> that thing is huge. i got to kill it. Oh, my God. You should <laughs> see. It's one of those flies I think they're deformed. They get so big that yep. they can't fly. I got
1: um, another tidbit into my life today. I had to take some shutters down so we could paint them. Um, my biggest fear in the world is... Um, just things that fly with stingers. And I got stung by a wasp a couple of times, and I'm pretty upset about it.
0: Hold on, I'm killing this. Guy.
1: Oh, God. Murder. Murderer. 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 Soil <laughs> it! I was actually about to start <laughs> saying that.
0: Um, so, yeah, I, I tweeted him, and I was like, so I'm counting Lesnar, because technically he beat a babyface Goldberg. He did. And, I mean, it's Brock Lesnar. I mean, like, I look at him... First, all, I don't think it really matters with him... But like I think like he's a heel just because he's always going to go in and beat people up. Yes. So he's a heel. I count him as a heel. Oscar, heel. Bobby Roode, heel. Authors of Pain, heel. The Miz, uh, the Usos. Uh, who's the U.S. champion? Um, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Uh, Jinder Mahal. I wasn't
1: drawing a blank for the record. I was about to sneeze.
0: He was. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Um, Alexa Bliss. Uh, Seamus and Cesaro, yes, I think that I think it's everybody, yeah. and uh, uh, says Neville, Neville, yeah. yeah. So, all heels, Naomi is the only babyface in WWE program, and Pete Dunne,
1: and she's fixing to not be because Lama's <laughs> so, fixing yes. to beat her,
0: she's the only babyface champion. That is insane,
1: land of the heels. That's um, so crazy. Something I want to talk about, Brock Lesnar, real quick, even though it's supposed to be
0: about the women's money in the bank, typical of you. Man. Oh, hold on. I love when James Ellsworth is like, "Shane, stop mansplaining what these rules are. We know what the rules are." That was
1: hilarious. Anyway, it was I love when James Ellsworth talks now. <laughs> um, so Brock Lesnar went into the Goldberg feud as a heel. He was, you know, trying to attack Goldberg. And you know, he was making stuff real personal, you know, all that type of stuff. Right. So he goes away for a while, and he comes back and he's sort of being looked at in this feud as the baby face because his advocate, Paul Esner, his advocate, Paul Heyman, <laughs> just got choked out by Smojo. So he's like, he's, I'm supposed to root for him now?
0: I, I don't. I never. I'm not. I'm, just like a say like, I'm not going to root for him. The rules don't apply. I don't know. He's just
1: there. That's what he is. Yeah. The fuck that
0: wasp, though? My arm hurts like a bitch. That must have been his cousin, that fly. Oh I think I God. told him. I didn't see it.
1: So where where do you think they're going to go then with uh, Lana and uh, Naomi? What, um, what, do you, what direction do you think they're going to go?
0: I really don't know. I mean, Naomi's...
1: Well, I know because I told you.
0: Naomi's got pinned in three straight. Carmella, Carmella, and Tamina. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so we're going to have the champion... <laughs> You know, t- get a pin, look strong. No, I mean it was a six woman tag match, and she's the one that got pinned. Yeah, could have. All that. these, well, I mean, all I these. Could have had Becky take that. <laughs> all of these are are tag matches that she's losing, but still, yes. like, there's two other women. Mm-hmm. None of those, none of those could could. Uh... I always think when the champion loses in this tag match, it's like, okay, it's a good way to get someone else the rub, not make that guy, the woman who's the champion, look bad. But when you do it three weeks in a row. I don't think it looks very good.
1: No, it is looking pretty rough. I just uh, Unless it's like some sort of no contest or some sort of screwy finish.
0: I had to think it's a screwy finish. I do
1: not see them having Lana just straight up lose her debut match.
0: We just don't know anything. Cause we don't know I mean, how Here's she what I kind
1: of like is for her to just somehow just keep getting lucky and winning. You know what I mean? Right. Just like cuz everyone's like cuz uh, Naomi's thing was, you know, who who have you beat? You know, you haven't beaten anybody. Right. First off, oh, I got, I didn't get pissed, but I was just like annoyed. I don't like that. Naomi laughed a little bit, right? Right. And then waited, and then everyone sort of looked at her, and then she was like not laughing. She was had a normal face, and then she brought the mic back up to her face and laughed a couple more times. And I'm like, is that how you laugh in real life? Because I'm supposed <laughs> to believe that you were actually laughing. So just laugh. Right. Don't don't do a split up laugh. Just yeah. go ahead and laugh.
0: Give a girl a break. No, <laughs>
1: if she will, if she wins a match, I'll give her a break. Um, I just, I, I don't, I don't think they're gonna have Lana lose in her debut. And I'm just trying to think of how they'll, how they'll
0: do it. Well, we definitely have to look at the gender. Uh, let's let's think of a fun, fun word for that. The gender uh, dynamic. Gender gate. The, like as a rule, I mean, uh, the the gender oh, doctrine. The gender, gender doctrine. doctrine says that anything can happen. It can. In the year of our Lord 2017. Is this the year of our Lord? The year of our Lord 2017. What,
1: what is the year? Is every year... the? Yes. Okay, is the, it really?
0: Yeah, the year of our Lord. Like, it's like an old saying, like, the year of our... Like, the year of our Lord 1833. Like, it's an old saying. So, the year of our Lord twenty, two thousand seventeen. 2017, uh, the gender doctrine says... My Lord's earthquake. Anyway, uh, the gender doctrine says uh, anything can happen. So, what uh, very, and I think it's a good thing because then you're going into this yes, match saying like she absolutely could win. Because by the time like Jinder had his match, you're like I, th- I think he's gonna win. That's a good thing. You know, you don't look at these and just think oh they're just they're just throwaways. Here's
1: what I want to say. Going into backlash, Backrash. AKA Backlash. When we were talking about it, we didn't record a podcast when we were talking about it. I said, I was like, I think gender's gonna win. So I think they're going just full blown with it, because I kept thinking, I'm like, I don't, I don't see why you just do this with him randomly. Well, if he lost, would anyone have cared? No, and that's why I was that? thinking. I was like, they're gonna have him win. I was like, because this is just a really random person to just have Randy Orton beat at. Like, I was like, they're, they're doing, they're having gender win this for a reason. It's because he's gonna win. Yeah. And I, th- I think you agreed with me, didn't you? Didn't you say that you thought he was? going to By gonna that time, win? yeah.
0: I mean, I was like, yeah. It's like one of those things I agree, but it's like. I feel weird. Yeah, it was almost agreeing.
1: like like a funny agree. Like, God damn it, they are, aren't they? And just like yeah. laughing about it. And then as it was happening, you're just like, oh, my God.
0: I remember her that and just thinking, I cannot believe this is happening. I was
1: at work that night, and I think you sent me a picture. Because Tyler does not like spoilers, and I don't care about spoilers. And so he said, do you want to know what happened? And I said, shoot. And he sent me a picture of Jinder Mahal on the top turnbuckle holding up the belt. And I was like, I remember I was at work, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, God
0: bless America. Hey, it was the right call. I mean, you know just the reactions. Everyone cared. And uh, once again, here's the WWE Shield guy. Oh, it's all about reactions. It's all about reactions. It is. Reaction pays the bills. And uh, yeah, whatever that means. Yep. That's our nope. new slogan. No, no idea. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. We get it on a t-shirt though. <laughs> $20, our PayPal.
1: <laughs> $20, my PayPal's uh, Larry.Smith.
0: Yeah. That's not it. I don't, don't have a PayPal.
1: PayPal. <laughs> don't look that up. I don't have a PayPal. Um, but send... You know what? Find, Find Larry Smith, Smith and send him a paypal.com. message. Just
0: send him 20 bucks.
1: Send him. He works hard. He's got a family to feed. Right. Hopefully.
0: Maybe... Hopefully he's not a drug dealer. I don't know. God, I hope not. I mean, there's probably quite a few Larry Smiths. It's a pretty common name.
1: Fuck you. Yeah. I'm saying my name's common.
0: Well, I guess Larry is not that common.
1: No. Um, so, yeah point is i think they're gonna have lana win i think natalia's gonna win money in the bank and then i think since there's two heels it'll give both of them a little room to just do their own thing for a little bit and then eventually a baby face can get one over beat lana and then natalia can cash in or maybe she can just cash in on lana yeah is it are you still a heel if you cash in on a heel right
0: yeah i think so is
1: it even is it even more heelish
0: <laughs> yeah because you're just like i don't even care about when your
1: someone gonna i want your I,
0: evil personality i'll just
1: i like, want one of them to cash in back because you can do it anywhere anytime i want i want to see one of them where it's backstage i want to see one of it where like they show them like you know so you know how in the opening segments of like the shows they'll show them like you know walking in sometimes with like their bag and say, right. she's in action tonight and like the main event or whatever so i want you know for example let's just say becky lynch is the champion I want them to have Becky walking in with, like, you know, her bag or whatever. Them saying, you know, Becky Lynch is in action, you know, later tonight. And then right in the middle of their sins. I want the Natalia to just come up, crack her in the back of the head with the briefcase, have a ref with her, beat her down a little bit, hit her with something on the concrete, and then tell the ref, like, I'm cashing the sin. And the ref's like, okay. And then pin her, one, two, three. That's it. Okay. O- to
0: open up SmackDown. Okay, two things. One, I think, I mean, that would be great. So two Absolutely. things. One funny, one serious. Uh, yeah, one funny, one serious. Okay funny it would be funny if she did that she won and then, and then the visual of her like where's the title where's the title and ripping opening her like all these bags and just throwing all be. their clothes oh there it is and grabbing the title and just running off into a car and you're like what the hell oh my god that would be an awesome okay but the second thing okay so sometimes this is where it's like wwe just kind of like fluctuates their roles okay aren't you t- technically supposed to aren't both wrestlers supposed to be like cleared by the ref? To be ready for ready for a match yes but so like but they don't do that with running the bank no but sometimes they do sometimes they'll cash yeah. and then instantly ring the bell and then sometimes the ref's like no hold on, I have to hold, hold on, on. Yeah. he has to get it to his feet he has to get to his feet yeah. and like like when Daniel Bryan cashed on the Big Show like Big Show was on the ground knocked yeah. out and that's how Daniel Bryan won and then like when when Dean cashed like Seth Rollins at least had to get to his feet yeah and he had to acknowledge like what okay like shake his head almost which I think it was more like he definitely wouldn't have shaken his head. It was more like confused look. But. Yeah. So I know like they fluctuate the rules. I don't know if, if that would depend on like a baby face or a heel being a, being the of um, the briefcase holder. Yeah. But.
1: Um. So I I'm I went to make a point on Lana earlier and I lost my train of thought, but I have it back now. Okay. So what I want her to do is get is get wins. And I don't want her to be like a joke and people like, oh my god, like this is what they're doing with her. Right. But I do think it'd be funny if, you know, since the whole thing is she's never had, you know, she's never beaten anybody, if she went in and started beating people, but like she like they just didn't know how she's beating them. Like it was just, you know, like Naomi goes to like hit her like rear view or something and Lana like ducks and like the way they fall, she just like falls right on Lana's like foot or something and just like like, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. just want like screw you finish this, but lana does still win right and then i feel like maybe something like that could happen where like naomi like makes a mistake right and then lana wins right and then she's like well you didn't beat me you know i made a mistake and lana's like well actually i took advantage of i'm that. holding the title
0: all right so for our final segment uh we're gonna do a little we're gonna play a little game i think we're gonna try to maybe do this at the end of our um podcast a little kind of a a fun little thing here. A we're gonna fun do a, game. We're going to do a, a lightning round. Uh, maybe in the future we might do some you Rathers with like wrestling moves. That's something you kind of have to think about because we've done that, I think, on our first podcast. And they're hard to think of.
1: They are. well, we the reason they're hard to think of for us is because we spend a lot of time just sitting around in the living room playing them. So now we've used all of them. Because <laughs> right. I'll go to give you one. And I'm like, oh, shit, I used that
0: you one do a Chokeslam or Powerbomb. Mike. Um, oh, you know what I, Shit. What? I should have brought up that whole Kevin Kevin Nash NWO thing. You know what? Don't cut that. We're going to talk about that next podcast. Okay. Remind me, I have a, a cool idea with the NWO. So, well, I just gave it away, but well. You did. Um, you can cut it. I don't care. So, uh, we're going to do a lightning round. We're just going to ask qu- um, just quick questions. We don't really give it much thought, so that's not necessarily our – uh, full on well thought out ideas these are just like first thing that comes to your head kind of thing so alright Larry um, favorite wrestler and you don't have to like as soon as I ask answer you know you mm-hmm. just within like within like three or four seconds right so favorite wrestling theme song ever go Shinsuke Nakamura's okay. this is going to be harder than I thought so it is actually I already want to change that <laughs> that's but it okay fun. we don't have to like it, lightning round in quotation marks this is our own fucking games. So. yeah Alright, so, you ask me. Oh, shit. What, whatever working. you ask, I don't, it, whatever question. Um,
1: least favorite wrestling submission hold. <laughs> <laughs>
0: shit, this is really hard. This is, it's really <laughs> random question uh, Least favorite wrestling submission hold. Yeah. Um, pass. Alright. What the fuck? Oh, we can God. pass. You know what, this isn't going to be a lightning round. Let me just think for a second. How many passes do we get? Uh, least favorite. I'm so
1: confused as to the parameters of this game. <sighs> So uh, okay, many rules okay. have been broken, but um, we're allowing
0: it. The SDF. Oh fuck you! Oof, I hate it. I it hate looks you. Terrible! You're I don't know terrible. what you're going to be hurting. What? What's supposed to hurt?
1: Your neck, your back, your leg, your body, everything. Uh, especially when John Cena's tree trunk arms are around you. Good God, give right. the man well, some respect.
0: When he did it, and then Nikki did it, and then everyone's—at least me—I thought. Ooh. Ah, okay. She hooked the arms. That's what. It's, that's how you're supposed to do the move. Um, that's my least favorite. Um favorite favorite finisher right now. Favorite finisher and this is this isn't like all the the stunner right now current wrestler. Uh end of days.
1: Okay. I I love his end of days. Um what is your favorite wrestling
0: entrance of all time? Daniel Bryan doesn't count. Well, that's really not that great of an entrance. Um favorite wrestling entrance. Well, of all time, that's kind of hard to say, but just off the top of my head I'm just kind of stalling cuz I don't know. Um
1: right now, out of all the current superstars, who who what's your favorite
0: entrance? Shinsuke. Okay. For sure. What is your um what is your favorite title? It, it doesn't have to be WWE. Like my favorite looking title? Just your favorite. Like what what do you care about the most?
1: Um probably the probably the WWE WWE champ the WWE championship like <laughs> aka the
0: WWE world championship aka the WWE world heavyweight
1: championship I mean I'm a pretty simple guy that's probably the one I care about the most um okay. my favorite looking one is the uh, WWF double winged or double eagled winged championship okay um who is your what wrestler on the roster do you think has the best hair?
0: Oh, that's a really good question. Roman Reigns. Well, that's wrong. Who? Damn, that's dead wrong. Rusev has nice hair. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you get it. Is that who you were going to pick? I was going to pick either him or Tyler Breeze. And I don't think. I mean, there's nothing special with me. I mean, Roman, man, his hair is wet. Ooh. Yeah, it's wet. I can get my hair wet. I can get you wet. I am thinking about Roman's hair. What is um, what, first off? This is horrible. What spear do you like better, Romans or Goldberg's?
1: Goldberg's Goldberg. I've seen Goldberg split people in half before. That's because
0: he not know. He didn't know how to wrestle. He didn't know <laughs> how to do it. Not hurt <laughs> Which is why I love his. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, Roman does so his buddy. in a safe manner He's where like, he doesn't <laughs>
1: like break people's ribs, and I prefer ribs to be broken.
0: Yeah, like Goldberg. Rip Flair is sixty-two. You don't have to spear him as hard as you can.
1: I'll um, go down uh, for you. What's the least favorite wrestling match you've watched?
0: Oh man, that's a really good question. Least favorite wrestling match? Yes. <laughs> God, I probably wasn't shitty fucking wrestling. Match. Yeah, actually. You answer first because uh it'll give me a second here. Least favorite My
1: least favorite that I've ever watched? Yeah. Um I went to Unionota once, which is a high school, like really close to where we live. And they were doing just like a local wrestling show. And there was, um, I don't know who the guys were, but it was just like, there was like five matches. And I think it was like the third match. And this guy came out and he had uh, blue trunks on with white stars. And then like red, um like actual like underwear tights type of deal. Like a speedo over him. Right. And he had a, a silver glittery uh, cape on. And then another guy came out. And he had on really, really tall boots for some reason. Like, I distinctly remember his boots were really, really tall. (laughs) Um, And he had just on, like, a plain black uh, Speedo wrestling trunks. And that was the worst match I've ever seen in my life. Because I I remember, I don't remember the names, but I remember, like, they locked up and they headbutted and, like, backed up. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I was watching them with my dad. And I was like, what the fuck is this?
0: What am I watching? Okay, I I think I found them. So uh, (laughs) <laughs> what is this? I like the idea there. Let's go. Oh shit. We they did. Up. They had button immediately. And I was like, god damn it. I
1: was like, I love wrestling and this is what you guys are doing to it. So, um All right. So, what 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 you got for I'm me? I'm kind
0: of cheating cuz I'm YouTubing Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Uh, but, I did I did remember this. I I remember watching it several years ago and I can't remember what it was, so I just typed in wor- worst women's <laughs> wrestling match TNA cuz I remember watching it thinking, "Oh my god. You know, I don't think this is it though." God. Oh, yes it is. Yes it, oh, okay. it is. Okay. Who are the
1: participants <laughs> hold on, i
0: gotta rewind it because i don't know who the guys are uh sh- um oh okay was this might be a damn question who was king bookers girlfriend wife girlfriend uh charlotte charmel charmel okay yeah. so it's charmel wow. uh i don't know if you can hold on let me let me pop this i know the the listeners can't see this but uh is that her Charmel. Yeah. I am mean, having people are named Sharmel? Yeah. So it's Sharmel. Let me rewind it to also, see. Also, that's
1: a Snapple fact for you. What's King Booker's queen's name in his run in WWE? Right. I mean, that's that's a that's tricky. Think... Mm. Pretty what? Uh, it's tricky. It's, oh. It was a tricky question. It took me a minute. Oh.
0: Soho Bolt? <laughs> what? Soho Bolt is the other woman's Are you stuttering? Is yes. That... It's Soho Bolt versus Sharmel, and it is a what the fuck's that (laughs) and i remember and this isn't just like i just i did youtube it but i remember seeing it one time i don't know if i was youtubing wrestling and they're like this is the worst match of all time and i remember like oh let me watch it and i remember thinking oh my god this is so i'm sure there's a million worse but it was tna and the title of the video is the worst wrestling match of all time in tna so that's rough i remember watching that i didn't actually cheat I just couldn't remember what the title or the match was. I knew it'd pop up. That's rough. So that's the worst match.
1: All right, boy. Well, you sh- you shoot and you ask me something real quick for our slowest. You know I may have
0: cheated. Actually, it's a triple threat match. Our slowest lightning round of all time. Well, she. Tra- <laughs> I got I got to stick on this. Okay, so it was I think a one on one match, but someone else is out there. Um, is a valet I guess I don't know maybe it's just a person watching it, and uh, Charmel's dress- wrestling in a dress. Yeah, she was a queen. Well, anyway, that's that was my lightning round answer. Good gone. All right. Or what if I'd just spat that out? Oh yeah, 2007 Charmel versus Soho Beat TNA. Boy, I don't know. I
1: I'd applaud you. What is your What's this lighting around going to go even slower. It is. So what's a match that... Oh, no. My bad. It's your turn to ask me, actually. So you, you shoot. You well, ask me You're just going to have to write
0: the time down. Hold on. Just
1: two, give me two seconds. Well, I'm not doing anything. This is all staying in at this point. We've fallen it's off... tell what's going on. We've fallen off the rails. I don't... Tyler knocked something over. I'm looking... I can't see him over my laptop. But he knocked a lot of shit over.
0: Yeah, he just knocked something over in front of me. <laughs> um, it's my turn to ask you.
1: It's your turn to ask me.
0: Okay, what is... Um, your, um, f- what's your favorite, what's your favorite wrestling finisher of all time? The stunner. Typical. Yeah.
1: It's, it's pretty easy. Um, what is your favorite, um, miscellaneous match? And I'm not using the word miscellaneous right, but I'll tell you what I'm wanting it to mean. Okay. Is just your, um, I guess obscure match. Like a match where, like, it's your favorite and you love it, but a lot of people
0: are like, yeah, that was alright, but like... I don't Um, think that much. Lightning, okay, that's lightning round answer. Uh, Emma versus Mm Oscar, take over like two years ago. I just remember watching that match, thinking, "Holy shit, this is a really good match, really, really good match." And I don't, I know it's like no one even talks about it, and this isn't like, "Oh well, look at me, I know about wrestling." I just always remember that match, and I'll actually give you two for the price of one. It was so shitty earlier. Um, Dolph Ziggler, Triple H, after Triple H came back and won uh, the, uh, the Royal Rumble they had that match on Raw like the next night or then maybe the week after and man that was a really good match so there's just a couple, a what couple in there. um what's your favorite um current wrestler uh ring gear like who do you like the most the ring gear my current wrestler's favorite
1: not not your ring current gear. favorite yeah. yeah you know my what i mean my current favorite ring gear of any wrestler um i really 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 enjoy um Samojo's Joe's ring gear because it's really simple and I like it. Mm-hmm. And he always just looks like he's ready to just to fight. Um I guess I'd probably have to go with Samoa Joe just because it's really really simple and it always just looks really really cool. Okay. I always just think he's ready to just beat the shit out of somebody. Um, okay, what is your favorite memory as a wrestling fan? This is this is a, You ask me one after this and then we'll we'll call okay. it a day. Uh
0: my favorite memory has to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> Larry and I went to WrestleMania and uh um my uh my wife Brittany and gave birth at WrestleMania. And uh huh. Gave birth at WrestleMania. Yeah, gave birth, a K that didn't happen. Um but us three being there and um the Hardys coming back, we were right by the ramp, they came back and just that was by far the best it was. Uh best memory I have of being a wrestling fan. Not even a question. So I like it. Um What is your least favorite memory of being a wrestling fan?
1: Probably my least probably my least favorite match. Um my least favorite memory. Yeah, we could
0: have just asked each other what like our favorite matches were. Our favorite wrestlers. We didn't even get into that.
1: Um my least favorite my least favorite memory as a wrestling fan, um, I went Oh man, there's a lot of things coming to my mind, believe it or not. Um, okay, so when I was little, Rey Mysterio and um, Brock Lesnar had a match on SmackDown for the WWE title, and um, I remember Rey Mysterio kept coming like I, in my mind he kept coming really close to winning, and he lost, and uh, I cried, I cried <laughs> pretty hard. So that was probably my least favorite. Was it a uh, good match? I don't remember. I haven't. I won't relive that pain. You know, I refuse. I might,
0: I might have to YouTube that. It's probably not that late. I might watch some once after this. We should.
1: All right, well, that's all we have for Episode 6. So make sure you tune in next week for Episode 7, where we will once again talk about wrestling and get off get off topic pretty quickly. We'll
0: so, try to talk a little bit about food next week, too. So.
1: We will. We'll talk about food next week, too, yeah, along with wrestling. Chicken. So uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and uh, hope to see you guys next week.